Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. So yes, Joachim, what's up? How's it going? All good, yeah. How's it going with you? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, just a weekend. You work Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday. Actually, Monday to Friday, but uh, it's yeah. almost like Monday to Saturday because I'm working more than like 17 hours a day, sort. <laughs> what? Uh, during Monday to Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what time do you start and what time do you finish? So technically I start, I mean, on paper I start like at uh, 8, but uh, I actually start at 6 in the morning. Wow. I do a couple of reports uh, from yep. 6 to 7, 7.30. Yep. Then kind of leave to office, uh, reach there by around quarter to 8 or so, and then leave office by around... Um, five five ish and then okay. start a couple of reports in the evening too oh wow so then you're working from home after you like before you go to work and when you come back yes wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what field is this now you are working uh, so i i work with access capital uh, yeah. so access capital is like a subsidiary of uh, access bank and it kind of deals with uh, you know uh, institutional equities and investment banking etc so kind of straddling between both of that so you're like an investment banker then uh, no I'm not on the f uh, yeah kind of like yeah. uh, you know on the uh, yeah somewhere on those lines I mean I'm progressing towards it but okay. around that enjoying the work though yeah yeah i mean works okay. kick ass i mean we are doing a lot of the thing is my my stuff is more on on the quantitative side and you know number mm. crunching and giving them some output on data etc so right yeah and you're using any like uh, advanced softwares with this or just like um, so not as yet, but I've started to figure out my way uh, through Python. Okay. Um, you know, just some simple, uh, simple stuff into uh, how to extract some data from the exchanges, etc., and you know, do some models on that, etc. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So but 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 it, it's still very very novice. Yeah, and you know, so basically, you know a little bit of coding in Python. A kind of you can say because I mean mostly I I kind of you know uh, uh, go through the websites and scan some codes and you know just replicate it. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's one way of getting it done, like just like getting some yeah, yeah like cause there's like lots of free resources like with Python and Java. Correct. And like that. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's good. Yeah. Wow. And how you've been doing this? I think before I left for Australia as well, right? Like, but I think you were at a different firm then. If I 
yeah so before i was with edelweiss uh, yeah. you know more into wealth research which is like um, i mean uh, right now it's i'm sorry right now i'm more on the institutional side yeah yeah i got a call <laughs> yeah yeah i figured okay on the institutional side like what does that mean like uh so right now we are kind of uh, you know servicing clients that are uh, more institutional in nature like previously in edelweiss there was uh, just in individual oh, investors etc these yeah. are uh, yeah yeah these are like institutions and uh, you know we have to kind of cater to them mostly fiis uh, is our that is your foreign investors right uh, so uh, For, probably foreign institutional yeah, so investors some of these yeah yeah okay and like uh, like from a for like what what do they look at like they are looking at uh, uh new companies to invest in like are uh, growing companies or like uh, existing ones like uh, like blue chip companies or like like startups or where are these so, so mostly uh, i mean they are yeah they are exposure kind of you know uh, is concentrated towards large caps but they are also interested in uh, new stories and Yeah. Um, like especially these new age companies which are coming up uh, like you know we've got like a good traction in that okay. especially like something like a zomato or yeah right 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 uh it must be this other the uh, hospitality not hospitality but the in the travel and tourism what's that one where oyo rooms and stuff like that as well that's an upcoming one. yeah but oyo is not yet out right i mean okay. yeah it is uh, it, it will be out soon so but okay. i don't know i mean i don't have any stats on that yeah but uh, yeah i mean uh, you know there's good traction coming in in these kind of companies right now because that's where the overall you know liquidity is kind of flowing towards yeah i heard of another company that's recently started some boys in bangalore i think it's called dukan have you heard of it कन्वीनियंस स्टोर्स and due to the pandemic all of these businesses would have been affected if people are locked down uh, locked in and stuff like that so what they are doing is like building Correct. a platform for these stores to have their own online store so like your local convenience okay. store can have like a online store like to cater to their local uh, uh, pub, uh, crowd like what they are usually catering to but through an online platform yeah giving okay. them an online okay. space yeah I think that's like a good uh, venture, but yeah, I'm not sure like whether it is still come on your under your radar. Ah, uh, no, not yet. The thing is, my radar is when it hits the exchange, Market, and yeah. you know, then when things starts kicking in, yeah, then I kind of come in. But uh, I mean, I don't really look at uh, uh, the early early startup phase. I mean, yeah. my thing is probably when it starts coming on the exchange. And you work in a team, or it's like. Uh, Oh, how does it like? Yeah. So the thing is, I mean, mine is like kind of a separate desk, but uh, I'm a part of uh, the sales trading uh, in uh, you know uh, 
in e- institutional equities so right. my team is actually institutional equities yeah. but uh, like yeah i mean we do some uh, some amount of structuring and you know uh, if there is uh, something some dope need to be given on some stock etc we we push that to clients yep. we also give out a lot of trading ideas and you know what to buy sell etc so and, all that kind of covers uh, yeah yeah and you uh, i mean do you have to speak to clients directly Oh yeah I also do that okay. um but but it's more I mean it's 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 like uh, you know say around 30% of the time okay. uh, the 70 to 80% of the time is more of uh, you know analysis and you know getting some stuff yeah. out uh, especially on the content side right. because uh, that's how you kind of speak to clients and uh, you know sales traders need to need to have very high quality content to uh, kind of speak to clients and you know push ideas and that's where i kind of come in so. so the like there are i'm guessing there would be sales representatives to do most of the selling part of it right like and you are just doing the analysis correct correct yeah, yeah. correct correct but but that's i mean my analysis more on the trading side we also have a separate research team who Okay. uh you know they they have like they are sectors and res- respective sectors and stocks that they look at and uh you know they they go into a more fundamental depth in that and you know they kind of give some dope on that but mine is more trading related more short term related uh more on market analytics uh point of view like and in uh, in terms of short term how short like uh, like is it day trading or like few months or uh no so uh, for for institutional investors short term would be anything like uh, around uh, uh, you know 15 days or so okay and okay. Uh, i mean that's the yeah that's the target uh, period that they keep with some you know target returns of say yeah, 5 to 8% etc on these right. blue uh, blue chip stocks on on blue so, chip stocks uh, so like i mean uh, Five to eight percent per annum, or five to eight percent in that uh, in that window of fifteen days. Yeah, I mean in that uh, window of fifteen to one, fifteen wow. to one month actually. Yeah. But I mean it's it's not a standard uh, kind of a thing. I yep. mean obviously there are different kind of investors with uh, different risk appetite, and you know uh, this yeah. is like uh, you can say the guys who are like hedge funds and mm-hmm. you know who are very active in trading. You know that's their requirement, mm-hmm. like. and like from a legal perspective you're not allowed to trade right yeah so i i don't trade uh, i mean because of uh, the compliances but yeah. uh, i am allowed to buy stocks for uh, investing term. and yeah. uh, you know that too yeah for longer term but that too with uh, the permission of the compliance because if there is anything happening with the stock uh, internally like any deals going through etc i can't buy those stocks so Yeah. uh those are out of our list and you know we can't invest in that right 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 oh, yeah. and then you've been doing anything lately with music or no uh no man so uh, as i told you like you know yeah. uh, work's been quite hectic yeah. because uh, the yeah the thing is i've uh, just joined access capital uh, before that i was with uh, centrum capital okay and, yeah yeah so, so i've just joined I've just joined Axis Capital, and uh, you know, before that I was Centrum. So recently, like uh, the workflow has been, uh, you know, huge um, in terms of uh, you know all these uh, stocks coming back up, 
to all time high and you know india get i mean india has been an a, a very strong outperformer uh, compared to global markets uh, in this whole rally since you know jan onwards and yeah. uh, you know that's how we are getting a lot of uh, foreign traction coming back to india and so there's a lot of flow coming to india uh, from that perspective so yeah i mean it's been quite hectic uh, since then so the recent crash in china has affected the market like a positive or negative effect there was a recent uh, so the thing is i mean yeah so with uh, with evergrade uh, you know like uh, uh the thing is that uh, you know india was always an alternative uh, to china in terms of uh, investing because if you go to see uh, you know the whole emerging market basket uh, you know as per market cap china is obviously number 1 um, and then uh, is india directly so you know if flow stop going to china i mean the next go to investment is obviously india so i see that kind of effect playing out right now and uh you know that's why you can see the the the, the resilience of uh, you know indian markets you know not correcting so if you if i could give you some stats uh the indian market has not corrected uh, you know uh, greater than 10% for the last uh, you know 350 or 360 days approximately so wow. that's like a the, the longest streak that the indian markets one of the longest streaks that indian markets have given without any any sort of a drawdown but uh, you know the fact is most of the retail investors are waiting for uh, for a drawdown or a correction but that's not going to happen because they are going to wait and you know they're going right. to wait but markets like markets all bull, like all bull markets my markets will keep going yeah. yeah yeah so that's that's how it's playing out actually <laughs> so oh that's good i mean good from some other investors perspective and not someone who's trying to get in yeah. correct Yeah. have you i mean obviously you've been like really busy and stuff but have you been looking into crypto as well uh i haven't got the time though but uh, i do track uh, just bitcoin because okay. uh, i mean uh, you know bitcoin is also important from uh, our angle because it's one of the uh, you know leading indicators of a risk on scenario so right. so yeah, i mean uh, global investors kind of you know look at two things when our markets going risk on and when our markets going risk off so when when things uh, start correcting that means a risk off environment has started to build and uh, you know i mean then uh, you know investors kind of uh, uh, push their exposure towards something like a dollar index or something like gold etc that right. would kind of help them he- uh, you know hedge their gains Right. uh but uh, so so bitcoin is like an important uh, you know investment in that terms uh, as you can say that you know it's it's the most riskiest asset right now mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, risk classification and when when that starts to turn uh, you can say that you know the the risk on environment has start is starting to fade out and you know investors are starting to come out of the asset class and you know shift their uh, their exposure to something like Uh, a risk off like gold or dollar index etc so so from that perspective it's uh, it's an important investment to track and uh, you know uh, put your eye, eyes on like yep. uh, it'll give give you a better perspective of how things are panning out uh just if you can elaborate on risk on and risk off like give an example of like how what that is exactly Uh, yeah so so risk on is basically you know, when everyone is aggressive and you know everyone's in like 
like you can say uh, going into the most riskiest assets like equity is one of the riskiest ones but uh, right now we have uh, you know altcoins that have come up and right. uh, they are uh, termed as the most riskiest ones so uh, when uh, the environment goes into a risk on you you see performance coming into uh, you know these asset classes like small cap uh, stocks mid cap stocks uh, you know bitcoin does well uh, you know commodities do really good in that terms especially uh, something like a steel or uh, metals which are highly cyclical in nature like you know uh, you know they only run on uh, these huge commodity cycles and you know when uh, and obviously they are very high beta also so if the index gives you say around about 10% uh, these stocks or these uh, asset classes gives you uh, like you know a double or triple the amount of returns the an index gives so th- that's how you classify uh, asset classes in terms of uh, you know risk on and uh, low beta or risk off so something like an fmcg or uh, you know uh, pharma like you know these sectors kind of come under the the risk of uh, you know basket yeah. yeah so so it's very important to know where we are right now because uh, and also important to know if if the risk on in environment is kind of getting overstretched uh, and then you know you can kind of uh, swap your uh, your positions or your exposure and uh, probably hedge some returns uh, are you aware that one uh, a south american country el salvador has made bitcoin legal tender over there yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so, so, so now, it's kind of uh, you know i mean in in some part of the world it's kind of getting some traction and yeah. you know obviously if you've heard of china just uh, you know putting curbs on bitcoin again right. Right. and saying that you know they are didn't uh, you know it's it's kind of just balancing that the uh, whole thing out so i i'm not really sure what my view on bitcoin is right now right. uh you know probably it can come uh, you know come back to say like the previous lows of i i guess approx 30 or 28000 around okay. those levels yeah uh, 28 yeah so i'm i'm not sure about that but uh, you know it could kind of uh, come there and consolidate and probably just uh, you know stagnate over there but uh, on the overall uh, uh, you know long term view i i do believe in the story of bitcoin i think that's uh, uh, that that will be the next uh, way forward or the the alternative to banks or uh, you know payments of whatever so uh, i i do believe in that story though and i i'm pretty sure you are also of that view <laughs> right yeah yeah i've been like actually like been investing in crypto for the last year and a half so i've been like solely probably you can say like in terms of uh investments i uh, you can say all my eggs are in one basket which is not a good thing but uh, but within crypto itself like they are spread out into different baskets but it's all in crypto correct yeah so okay. yeah um, i mean uh, so so which which kind of cryptos are you uh, i mean do you do like ethereum and right. the other ones or is so, it, is it just so so the like big so the big names are obviously bitcoin and ethereum so and any uh, coins other than bitcoin are called altcoins so bitcoin being like the the first cryptocurrency and then anything Correct. other than bitcoin is known as altcoins and then the second most famous one is ethereum and so ethereum is a so how i generally if i put it in basic terms like 
Ethereum is a platform on which different apps can be built on. Just say like you have an iOS for an uh, you have the iOS platform, the software that can apps can be built on for an iPhone. So Ethereum is a platform where different crypto based apps can be built on. So I'm looking at the, so other than so there are like there's Ethereum and then there are other uh, other platforms similar to Ethereum where apps can be built on. So there's another one called Polkadot and Cardano. And Cardano used to be down, like okay. I think, in the top ten coins, but it's grown its way up to the top three now. So yeah, I was in. I've been invested in Cardano for a like for a year now. Ethereum is another one. Then there's like uh, apps in the sense. Uh, so there's Theta Network. So those guys are building a decentralized YouTube, you could say. So one of the founders of YouTube is on that project, and they're building a decentralized YouTube. Okay. So censorship like lots of youtubers could say are getting censored on youtube but on a decentralized network oh. they, yeah so on a decentralized network there's no one like really controlling it right so like censorship won't be an issue Correct. other than the audience itself is, would start flagging it it's there's no authority to be yeah wow uh, yeah so wow. that's theta so, 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 so that uh, i mean yeah. that 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 opens up to you know i mean uh, with youtube uh, it obviously opens up the uh, uh, you know for upcoming artists that kind of you know want to do a lot of covers etc and can't exactly. put their videos up because uh, of these uh, these rights or licenses etc and right uh, yeah i mean it's it's a good thing good way to disrupt that uh, point yeah correct? so in terms of growth uh, theta has grown i think in the last year uh, I, to put a figure, a rough figure on it, at least 30%, you could, not 30, uh, so it, it has grown, uh, you could say close to 150%, maybe th- maybe more, maybe 250%, I'm not sure. Yeah, you could say it's like 2x or 3x. Okay. So that's the thing with crypto, like, you know, like if you're, uh, for me, like I see like uh, a equity or something, depending on how, like if just as an investment and not trading, you're lucky if something grows 50 to 100 percent like you're really lucky if something yeah definitely yeah as an investment but i think in crypto you can it's not so hard to find a a a coin that would like easily grow 50 to 100 percent like it's like most of them are growing at that rate yeah 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 so yeah that's that like that's what i've been investing in then there's another project called uh, singularity they are uh, building artificial intelligence based on the decentralized platform as well so yeah that one has grown also 300 to 400 percent i had invested a bit early wow. in that as well no i mean not really early but not too late as well so yeah but in the last two years they've grown around that much and then there's few other ones that have been coming up there was a recent one uh, that came up is the token is called om as in om they're called mantra dao yeah that's another one and then there's a like a whole different market which is even crazier and wild or you must have heard of it the uh, nft space nfts yeah that's like a yeah yeah that's another wild space but like nft so so, uh, i mean i'm i'm more interested Mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm interested in knowing like you know what really makes these uh these digital arts you know kick Uh, i mean what's uh, like what's the whole logic behind it i mean how do you create this and right uh, you know how how do you kind of pitch it or how do you sell, sell it out 
right yeah so i've i've i can say like i've only recently started to dive into the nft space but some of the projects have like you would have seen some news but some of them have grown like 4000% and like 10000 and 20000 even yeah yeah so but uh, how do they get value i think it's more based on the community that is formed around it and uh, i'm not really sure how the, like i i know how like what is the like how it works so basically there's uh, there would be a project that's launching like like they would announce a project that would be launching so there was like there's this board ape yacht club which is like one of the most famous ones now uh re- one of the most recent famous ones like uh, a single so they they would announce like they are they are like there are these ape characters that have been made into art and and Correct. As, and there's Correct. like a limit saw, of 10, yeah and there's a limit of 10000 like so there's they're going to say like oh we are going to uh there there are only going to be 10000 apes and so that's like a limit on like how many they are never going to be more than 10000 apes okay so there's going to be only 10000 okay, apes okay. and then they've formed a community and then they'll uh, they'll have a road map of like how this is going to be like they're going to be like using these character avatars into games and you can use it as your like i don't know like you can use it as your own wow. avatar and wow. like they're, yeah they like there's a road map that is drawn but also like on the side of this is like they're like okay a certain amount of the the revenue is going to go towards a cause like there's like another one which is built around like it's similar to board ape but these are instead of the apes there are like french bulldogs so they okay. are yeah so they, yeah oh. so that project is going to be funding like uh, rescue dogs around the world like you know fielding these uh, wow so yeah. so all this valuation has like a, a a strong cause behind it and you know where the money is flowing to so yeah, that's that's the, a really good insight that you've given me but yeah but there's but lots I mean, of the, the valuations are like uh, like like berserk i mean why are they so like valued so uh, so high compared to uh you know all the other forms uh, of you know say i don't know bitcoin yeah forms of assets yeah i'm i'm not really sure how they started getting value i know nfts was uh, introduced like way back in i think 2014 then there was like a early project in 2017 called cryptopunks and then now it's really kicked off but it's still a very i mean so it's all most of the nfts are run on the ethereum platform but just to like just to transact so just for me purchasing an nft other than the cost of the nft i also have to pay gas fees so like the gas fees are the ethereum gas fees of creating the transaction of where the where the particular art which is registered on the blockchain is going to be transferred from person x to me and there's like that transaction okay. fee okay. and the transaction fee itself is like uh, so expensive like it's like 100 and who does that transaction fee uh, Yeah, who does it credit to? It credits to the Ethereum network. Uh from the my network. understanding, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so because of that like there's so so most of the NFTs are built on the Ethereum network. But then as I said like other than Ethereum there are these other platforms where apps can be built and similarly now NFTs are built on. So there's a project called Solana so NFTs are going are being built on that. Solana, a, yeah. Yeah, I was one. just going to ask you about that because that has, that has like really got uh, good traction. Uh, you know, I mean, lately, I mean, there yeah. are a lot of Indians uh, speaking about it. 
Okay. Uh, I I don't know for what reason because I've not paid heed to it. Yep. But if you could just explain me what that is. Uh, I'm not I'm not really familiar with Solana as well. I I probably late to the party on Solana. I've I've not invested in that before. Uh, but uh, I think so- Solana is a similar project like uh, Ethereum where apps can be built on it. I'm not sure why it's gotten uh, hyped recently. Uh, but also what happened recently is like I think it was one of the f- first cryptocurrencies or not not the first but like one of the top cryptocurrencies to have like a crash so there was like I think this happened a few oh. weeks ago where it crashed for about a day or two which I which is like which doesn't happen in this space actually but yeah I'm not sure how that went about yeah okay but yeah, similarly, like there have been NFTs on Cardano and uh, actually NFTs in the Cardano space are really cheap and there's like there's no gas fees associated with it. So that's a, like a good uh, space to look at. But yeah, I've uh, so, so, so yeah. according to you, I mean, yeah. uh, which which are the like, you know, uh, like you could say like your best topics on the crypto altcoins mainly yep. uh, that should kind of, you know, do well going ahead. Uh, f- uh, I think, uh, as I said, Cardano is a good pick. Uh, uh, there's Theta, which I spoke about. Then there was the the one based on artificial intelligence that's called Singularity. Uh, there's another one. There's another good one called Zilliqa. And Zilliqa has their own NFTs as well. And another good thing about... So, so another good thing about like some of these current... Uh, cryptos is so the, you have staking staking you ha- you know what staking is uh, no okay so staking is very similar to what we call depositing money or investing or like you know depositing it in a fixed uh, like in a fixed uh, not it's not a fixed term but basically depositing it so you can so it's called staking in crypto so you're going to stake all your zilliqa you can stake it in a pool okay and and there are different pools so like uh, i'll say i'm going to build a, a some some platform i'm i'm building okay say i'm building a platform to help rescue dogs i, I couldn't think of another example okay uh, say i'm building a pa- platform okay. to help uh, rescue dogs and i'll say like okay uh, i'll i'll announce like okay you can or, or everyone can stake zilliqa in my pool and i'm going to use or other than uh, helping rescue dogs say i'll have a real world project where i'm going to have revenue from that so like rescue dogs is like more like a charitable thing but say i'm going to have like a real world Correct. project i'm going to build a, i'm going to build the latest smartphone like it's going to be like it's going to take uh, apple or samsung by storm but for that i need uh, i need i need like i need funding so what i'll do is okay i'll say like Correct. all of you like i'll open a pool uh, it's called a pool like it's it's more like a a deposit fund so everyone can put in like a correct i can i can keep it like everyone has to put in 10 zilliqa or 100 zilliqa for that matter or i can keep it open everyone can put in whatever they want and and i'll pay you guys 10 percent or 13 percent or something like that uh per correct. annum yeah so that's taking and there so, are so that's Yep. So, so that's fixed from your side, right? That's fixed from so, my side. So you're side. giving them 10%. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. So you're giving them ten percent in return. You would be getting the the price yeah. return on Zilliqa or how much ever uh, up it goes, basically, or down it goes, whatever. Uh, so basically, no. So basically, I'm I, the the uh, the deposit their deposit is still belongs to you, right? It's like similar to depositing in the bank. I'm not taking it from you. It's your money still. Okay. I'm using it for my project. Okay. I'm paying you the interest. Okay. And and I'm and okay. and you're allowed to withdraw it whenever you want as well. Oh, that's yeah. that's quite. Uh, yeah uh, i mean quite a good deal though yeah it's uh, a very good deal so because uh, so so, yeah. so so basically i will be getting the price return on zilika and right. the 10% from you right wow and that 10% uh, will all, all i mean obviously be on the pr- current price of zilika right yeah so it's uh, so it's all it's all designed on the network so it's all and it i think it gets calculated if if i'm not mistaking it's calculated on a daily return basis and also it's not paid Correct. out it's not paid out like uh, quarterly or half yearly it's paid out uh, in some cases it's paid Correct. out weekly as well so you can have compounding every week wow yeah wow wow that and that's that's really interesting yeah? yeah because because the same thing happens in uh, uh, in the investment side yep. but uh, it doesn't happen i mean you don't get to participate in the price returns so for example i have uh, reliance as a stock okay, okay. and uh, and uh, you are a borrower or so so this is another market it's called uh, the the securities lending and borrowing market so what happens is basically if you want reliance so you kind of buy reliance from me okay okay uh, so i what what do i get i get a a fixed return so fixed return would be an annualized return on on the shares uh, okay so say for example 3 or 4% for for that period So I get the three percent, and the guy takes the shares, and then he gets the price appreciation. Now, in your case, what happens is right. that I lend my Zilliqa to uh, to you. Yep. You give me ten percent, but I also get the price appreciation. So right. that's uh, that's like a win-win for me, actually. And and to be honest, Zilliqa, uh, the Zilliqa pools have been paying for the last year. They've been paying fifteen percent, uh, like thirteen to fifteen percent. So not ten percent. If they've been t- paying wow. thirteen to fifteen percent, and they've been paying this every, I think, uh, uh, fortnightly. So you're compounding fortnightly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a massive gain. <laughs> and and it's like and it's totally up to you. You can like withdraw it whenever you want. And and but y- in okay. this case, what happens? It it gets locked. It it's locked in the pool, and then you withdraw it, and then it comes to you. So there's like a a bit of a lag. but there are also other pools like say f- like the cardano platform so you can just buy cardano and y- you know you cryptos are sh- like you bl- buy it on a platform but it's like risky to leave it on the platform you transfer it to a wallet have you heard of all of this correct are you familiar yeah but i mean yeah. i'm not really familiar with uh, with the whole uh, wallet because i my personally not invested in uh, crypto right. right uh, because i mean i i'm not really sure how uh, you know how will pan out in india and you know uh, i mean i'm not really i don't actually have any clarity on that right so i'm kind of refrained from getting into it but i mean obviously i want to try out no, new investments right. and uh, you know all coins is definitely another way but uh, if there is any way that i could kind of you know make my way through this uh, whole thing that you can explain to me sure uh, like if i want to kind of uh, you know yep. build a wallet or whatever it is right. so uh 
I feel uh, personally I feel like uh, I don't see India like putting a plug on it again they did try to do it like I think twice before where they're going to try like uh, stopping people from investing I don't think they're going to make a third attempt there's uh, there's quite a few uh, exchanges that have been growing in India and yeah there's and and from uh, from the little bit of that I see on YouTube there's like quite a bit of these influencers or the YouTube bloggers that have been all promoting crypto uh, uh, quite a bit in India as well so so but what people don't understand in crypto f- what I feel is that it's not just you log on to an exchange and you buy some crypto and you leave it on the exchange in terms of crypto is like there's a th- there goes a saying in crypto like if it's not like if you don't own the keys it's not your currency basically you need to have you need to be the holder of your keys correct right so the keys here correct. are basically of where your crypto is held so when you buy crypto on ex- on an exchange and you leave it on an exchange so the keys are held with the exchange and it's not yours it's on 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 books it prob prob on their books it's probably it it is yours but if they get hacked and and then yeah you could lose it and i don't think there's any way of suing them and like getting a return from them so what do you have to do in this correct, case correct. in in terms of crypto is you buy it on an exchange cause it's yeah it's fairly easy like to buy it on an indian exchange so you could use inr to purchase the currency and you don't need to go to like uh international exchanges where you have a a a currency conversion and you're going to be losing out on that bit as well and like or you probably Correct. gaining on that bit but yeah but you don't want the, uh, don't want to be going through a currency fluctuation thing so you buy it through an indian exchange and once you have it in your exchange account you want to transfer it to a wallet now transferring it to a wallet obviously the like every time you're going to be transferring it from one place these exchanges do charge you a small percentage of transferring it to the wallet as well but once you transfer it to your wallet okay. it's more secure and like it's like you own the keys and there have been like traditional like really good wallets that have been like they update they they are updating their firmware every week every two weeks so that like it's like it's not going to be hacked so easily and it's and most of them are like on a decentralized network so it's like really hard to hack into these and they are called as soft wallets or yeah so these wallets still exist on the internet and uh, but it's still hard hard to get into them and once you're holding them in the wallet itself the, the these wallets have the staking option so through these wallets itself you are uh, you, you can stake with a certain pool you can stake zilliqa you can stake cardano most of the coins you are able to stake and then you have your returns based on the pool uh other than soft wallets there are also hard wallets so these ones are going to be like you're going to get your keys like these are like pen drive like devices so you're going to store your keys on a pen drive like device and then it's going to be like in cold st- they call it cold storage it's going to be off the internet nobody can ever hack it you lose the device you're going to lose all of it so th- that's the other risk of having like a cold storage because if you're going to lose the device you'll, yeah okay. you're possibly losing your whole investment but that's the thing with crypto it's like you're securing your own investment it's like there's no banks there's no financial institution that's going to be associated to it yeah you're taking the risk on on your on your part there 
but yeah it's Correct. a really interesting space and like with all like with the knowledge you have and your your ability to read charts and you know, to do all these calculations and stuff i think you should really look into it probably make some time i could yeah suggest some spaces where you can get some research papers and all of that yeah or just yeah yeah definitely man i mean i, I would kind of want to uh yeah i mean dive into it but there's i mean a lot of things on my plate right now but definitely whenever i get the chance i would really look at altcoins especially i'm interested in because right. uh you know i mean as you said the kind of returns you kind of get it's like you know <laughs> 50 times is like normal to them right so, <laughs> exactly. i mean that's the kind of returns we all chase for our uh, you know our retirement <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean yeah. i uh, mean if you get that in within a week or a month it's like it's like wow Yeah and like it's not yeah I don't see it's like it's not hard like I I'll be honest like I yeah I've seen those returns in the last year uh even even with the market being like uh, the, the like other on thing, the low side yeah go ahead yeah I mean the other thing an investor would kind of always want to know is uh, you know what's the risk associated with this whole uh, you know crypto or all or whatever what's what's the biggest risk as, as per you like uh what could kind of blow up this whole market because because that's like the worst case scenario right uh i think the biggest risk uh, would be regulation like like s- something that's happening in china now like where there's regulation that's like you know stopping Correct. the people from this thing so there's s- something similar happening in the us where regulation would like really put a roadblock onto it but from the looks of it like if you get on to twitter and you follow like the big names and like you know the big guys in the crypto space and stuff like that no one is really bothered about the regulations as well like there's no i mean especially in terms of bitcoin like there's like all these other coins where there is a company or where there is like a founder and stuff like that but but in terms of bitcoin there's no founder there's no there's no company no one knows how created bitcoin and so there's no way of stopping it all that easily and in in terms of all the other cryptos as well they all build like crypto is built on a decentralized network so it's not like they're going to shut this building down or and the whole network is going to stop that's 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 not Correct. the case yeah because it's the the network is spread all over the world so yeah in terms of that i think regulation is one hiccup uh, yeah that would like cause yeah other than that i don't see anything stopping this and i don't know if you're familiar but recently uh i think this was just few days ago uh twitter uh, partnered with this company called stripe and it's for now it's just on uh, iPhones on or, or i think it's just on iPhones but w- what they've done is through twitter itself you're able to transfer money to uh, to whoever like through twitter through your twitter account you ca- you are able to transfer money to another person's twitter account and it's all done instantly wow and no transfer fees so what the founder of stripe and like who developed the software is like uh why would why would like a uh, companies like say a big company he gave an example of like why a big company like uh, like in the us there's costco or say amazon for example like yeah we all familiar with amazon So say Amazon is like having customers who are using Visa cards and Mastercards to make payments online. Behind the scenes like Visa and Master is still charging Amazon like 2% or 3% or something like that. 
why would Amazon Correct. want to pay that two percent or three percent when they can literally have it for free through the Lightning exactly. Network? Yeah. yeah. So that's what this guy is uh, working towards, and yeah, I don't see, and I think that's going to be coming around within by the end of this year. Wow. Yeah. So that's like disrupting that whole uh, yeah, like payments, uh, payments part of it. Yeah, the payment side is like uh, totally going to get transformed. And there yeah. are like several applications of uh, the blockchain technology. I was lucky to study about it in my uh, in my degree in my master's degree here in Australia. I was lucky to like be introduced to it through that, and that's how I really got into it. So like how so are you familiar with how blockchain works? Uh yeah, I mean kind of. Uh, yeah. But so, but yeah, I mean you could always give me your interpretation. Yeah. Oh, so it's always so, good to have a good point. So I'll I'll try to like break it down to like something simple. So th- there could be like closed network blockchains and open network blockchains, but in terms of blockchains like each transaction like there's for each transaction there's a new block that's created and each block has like information of the previous block and what what sort of information okay. is recorded on the block is totally dependent on the blockchain but say for example bitcoin the common things that are recorded on a bitcoin block is okay like who owned who owns like all the bitcoin is recorded like all the previous owners like is there on the on the block the date the transaction there's a timestamp basically there's the there are like three main okay. things i can't remember it's like the timestamp the uh, the owner the owners and and uh, there's another one but i can't remember that one but what it does is like so for each transaction there's a new block that is created and they are all all linked together so that's why the term blockchain like it's all chained together but all of this is not recorded Correct. on a single uh, like not recorded on a single centralized uh, computer or a, sin- a single centralized ledger say for example in banks it's all recorded only like like in a particular bank's ledger but in terms of bitcoin it's recorded Correct. on everyone's ledger like everyone who's part of everyone who owns even the sl- slightest amount of bitcoin say ten dollars of bitcoin are, are owners of the ledger as well so everyone can verify the last transaction so for a hacker to come in and hack something like a bitcoin it's close to impossible for someone to hack it because they would have to make a change on all these ledgers which is like yeah just can't be done and each so again each new transaction would uh, amount to a new block created on the blockchain so it was always so it can always be verified by looking at the previous block so so even if he hacks the 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 latest block and it doesn't match to the previous block it won't okay. be put on the chain so oh. it's like yeah so it's like yeah it's it. far, far away from being hacked and that's what uh, and the applications and the real world applications of this is so say for example um, it's like pretty big in supply chain like of how uh, so uh, i mean traditionally like things are supplied based on trust or, th- or, or or what we call letter of credits or bank guarantees and stuff like that right but all of this all of that can be Correct. moved all of this can be moved to a thing on the blockchains is called smart contracts smart contracts are basically similar of uh, really similar to letter of credits and bank guarantees in a way but 
but they're not actually similar because they are all all designed on the network and they are all designed on uh, you could say uh, how do you say I, I can't remember the term the exact term for it but like the if clause so if okay say if Joachim's company in India sends something to the shipping company then this will happen so if this happens then that will happen if this happens then that will happen and it goes on in the network right and that way it and, okay. and being on a centralized like being on a decentralized okay. ledger okay. nobody Correct. is able to hack it and all the people who are part of that network is able to verify that information so say like uh, say for a supermarket like if there's something coming from a farm and it's all on the network so you're able to trace back like say it comes to the shelves it goes to the customer a customer would be able to trace back from where exactly this product is originating he would have all okay, that information yeah and he will be able to see okay like the the potential would be that he would he would be able to see okay when was this farmed when this when was it stored how long was it in the transportation process was it again stored at the distribution center and then it was transported again from the distribution center to the store and then i purchased it so he would be able to look at the whole history of like a certain product and in terms like in terms of like say for example milk if milk is coming through and like uh, and like okay the the say here we have big uh, stores like you know uh, how do you say it like uh, big supermarkets they realize like oh there's like a batch of milk that could have been like tampered with so they are able to so what would happen traditionally is like oh there's a batch of milk that's tampered with okay we ne- we don't know where this batch of milk has gone let's call off milk from all the stores like no one yeah so that's that's the traditional approach okay we're going to call off all of it but with the with blockchain and with using barcodes and stuff like that they would be able to track exactly where was the fault and be just isolate that particular thing and probably eliminate it that we are reducing cost and stuff like that wow so it's going to bring in like massive efficiency you're saying yes yes uh, uh, there are there are some videos from IBM of how the, the like people have been using it in the real world as well in terms of fa- like fashion brands and like uh, in, in in terms of sustainability of using like local locally locally produced cotton and stuff and and like how these brands were able to identify producers within the within the same country or like or or sometimes like identifying pro- this uh, producers like overseas and like how they are able to link it to the blockchain and stuff like that okay okay got it yeah yeah so i mean uh, it's yeah. it's kind of uh, i mean it's kind of surprising as to uh, you know what amount of efficiency uh, this can create like i mean it can always i mean make it uh, like uh, things can be so perfect like you know i mean and a lot of cost and a, a lot of uh, you know extra work can be like you know put off with with such kind of technology exactly so, so it, i'm yeah. quite excited to see what what this brings to the table going forward so basically w- what's being said is that like uh, are you familiar with a like how adoption of a early product is like a life cycle so you'd say like a product goes from early adopters to uh, i think it goes from early adopters to innovators to late adopters and then like finally like like mass adoption and then to late adopters 
you can say this is Correct. just in the early Correct. adoption phase or i think it's like innovators and then early wow. adopters yeah so it, i think it's just in the innovation phase and then it will go to the early adopters and then to mass adoption and then yeah so i think it's just at the innovation phase and we're just getting there like in terms of like how blockchain is going to be used f- by different industries and they are calling it web okay web and and, and what do you think yeah okay okay and what do you think i mean where where does bitcoin stand i mean uh, bitcoin or the other famous coins yeah where do they stand right now i mean uh, is is the penetration like almost uh, you know say around about uh, 30 40% uh, across the world i mean or or is it much lower than that like feel, uh, is it still in the the innovators yeah, phase it, or whatever it, I, like? I i feel it is still in the innovators phase i mean there's like lots of big talk about bitcoin like yeah but i feel like in terms of the people holding it i say like uh, there would be a major chunk of people that are holding bitcoins have been like the guys who've been holding it for the last 5 to 10 years there's not like even like wow. for me if i l- look around like uh, if i speak to someone about like stuff like this just here like like you know ju- just around like in a friend circle or in a work environment situation there's barely anyone really familiar with bitcoin i i'm guessing they they know obviously they know what it is but there's barely few people that have invested in it or like look at investing in it i, I but i feel like within uh, within the next 5 years all that's going to change i feel everyone's going to be talking about it and everyone is going to be getting on to it but in saying that like lots of so i so yeah because you know what i mean uh, mm-hmm. uh, i mean equity markets are kind of penetrated they are kind of very mature right now right. so you know expecting that kind of a return or uh, you know uh, say like another two two times or three times four times it's kind of a little difficult at this level but uh, but it's it's not uh, the case in in all coins and bitcoin uh, right now because i mean saying that you're like you know you said that it's very under penetrated right now i mean uh, I, i see like a massive upside uh, you know coming on from these investments yeah so uh, so i guess my my next thing is to kind of just find a way to uh, to work towards it and uh, you know have some exposure to these assets right uh, so i think in my very first uh, podcast that i recorded i was talking to a friend in bombay and uh, basically it was me giving him like a whole bunch of uh, tips on how he can secure like how he c- should go about buying crypto how he should go about securing his crypto once he's bought it i think if you have the time go over that if you don't reach out to me you can go over it again yeah yeah and but definitely yeah, b- but definitely uh, i'll check that out yeah and uh, basically yeah a major thing a major takeaway from there is like uh, you you need a pen and paper you're going to secure your own stuff you want your passwords down on your in a book something and uh, you need to create your a completely new email address and basically not with any of the traditional providers like gmail or hotmail or something like that you want to look for something more secure there's a switzerland based uh, email uh, like a called proton mail as pretty secure you want to create something there you do want your name associated with it you could cre- create like a random name pretty long really long passwords and then when you're having these soft wallets these soft wallets come yeah they always of course they are password protected but uh, they also come like say you're going to lose your phone then what happens so these soft wallets come with a they're called uh, word phrase like they come with a bunch of uh, 12 or 224 words 
So if you lose your phone, you pay, uh, take another phone, put those 24 words that you've stored in your pen and paper, like where you've jotted down on a pen and paper, and then your wallet is refreshed on your new device. So those, wow. twi- those 12 to 14 words, uh, 12 to 24 words acts like a security measure when, when you lose your phone or when you lose your device or something like that. Also, yeah, just going back to the point of like how many people have adopted it and like uh, adopting it. What I heard like which was pretty interesting is like the people that don't have access to uh, access to the traditional forms of uh, investments. Those are the ones who are the first to adopt like these alternative forms which are more easy to adopt like or like or which are easier mm. to adopt. So that's why like third world countries like uh, so, like some of the South American countries, some of the African countries are like the the people from those countries are actually pretty big in investing in crypto already. Yeah. Though their investments may not be wow. like, as like yeah, uh, uh, like really like like big amounts, but they are already investing in these uh, cryptocurrencies. Like uh, Bhutan, the country Bhutan, like they are they are in talks of creating their own digital currency. They are partnering with one of the crypto one of the crypto firms like uh, called XRP or Ripple. If you if you've heard of them. They are a US based Ripple, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so Ripple is partnering. I mean, the Bhutan government is uh, working with Ripple to create their own digital currency. Pretty sure China is going to be creating their own digital currency. That's why they are putting all these for, like blocks on other forms of currency. Uh, the American government. I guess even India is because India that's is what well. that's what well. I had heard. Right. Yeah, India is as as well. But that just like it just makes it. I mean, what would happen is it just make it easier for people with uh, like having an alternative currency. It's like it's like how you speak about hedging when something is like when Bitcoin gets risky. What you do is like, oh, it'd be easier for you to instead of converting it into uh, into INR in a bank account, it would be easier to convert into the ca- country's uh, digital currency. Digital currency, yeah, correct. Yeah, it would be less yeah. of a transaction fee, less of l- less time to do, uh, go about doing that. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, I'm yeah excited to see uh, like countries coming up with their own digital currencies. But in terms of investing, yeah, I think you can't go wrong with uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano. Yeah, those three. Uh, those are the top three actually. But in terms of like the riskier ones, uh, like, like not riskier ones, but in terms of like the other ones, there's Zilliqa, Theta, uh, the Singularity Net, and there's a few other. You could yeah, Dogecoin is another one. Elon Musk had spoken about it, and then that one shot. Correct. Yeah, that one. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I like yeah, I was never. Uh, never big on dogecoin it was because it was created as a meme coin if if you know about that right like it was created as a joke. yeah yeah correct and it was created like so currencies have different applications so like there were quite i mean uh, cryptocurrency have different applications like ethereum as i said as a platform bitcoin doge are created as a currency then there are created gaming uh, like there's some created for games and some created for artificial intelligence and some created for energy and like blah 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 so doge was created as a currency just as a meme uh, i purchased some long ago and uh, not much like a really irrelevant amount but just 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 as a meme i purchased something and uh, then all of this 
thing uh, then i've been looking at the news of oh, doja shot up doja shot up as not even familiar like to what it shot up i and i put it and as i was talking about cold storage wallets yeah so these are not connected to the internet i had stored my doge onto that just cause i knew i'm not going to be oh, like looking at okay. trading that or like looking at like i just brought it and i said i'm just going to leave it let's see what happens uh i go back to it once like uh there was big hype about doge which happened at, i think about 4 5 months ago i look at it it had i'm not kidding it had 900 it had increased 990% Wow! Wow! <laughs> that's yeah. massive. <laughs> yeah, that's like close to thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It dropped. Uh, yeah, it dropped down. Though. It dropped down to. Uh, it dropped down to. I think now it's around seven eight hundred. But yeah. Massive, <laughs> massive thick gains. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, I think you should really like. Uh, like if you have uh, if you have the time, look into this space. probably look at like uh, at least like get started somewhere get, get uh, I, i can suggest a good uh, soft wallet there's exodus and atomic wallet you could look at buying some amounts and depending on what if you're looking at all coins look at zilliqa cardano you can stake some of it just leave it there just for holding that little amount you're getting you're getting returns for just holding it as well so yeah correct Correct. Wow. So yeah, Jokim, this has been a good chat. Yeah, man, it's been a good chat. I mean, it's it's good to kind of get perspective uh, right. from from a crypto hardo. I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I gave you my two <laughs> two coins on what equity investing is, but right. yeah, I mean, it's it's the way forward. Like you know. Uh, you know i mean this whole new age uh, you know technology coming in and uh, you know swapping everything up i guess crypto is the way to go and uh, not only crypto i mean there are there are all these alt asset classes that are coming up and uh, uh, sooner or later investors will obviously find a way to uh, to take exposure to them and uh, you don't want to be the last one there exactly so. <laughs> exactly uh, also what i heard is like there's like obviously the institutional so they call, like in term, in in the crypto space they call like institutional investors are yet to come in the crypto space it's for now people that are investing institutions are yet to come in but no actually actually institutionals have started coming in because lately i have heard uh, there's this new etf that has come out uh, on uh, on crypto uh, which has kind of got a, a good amount of traction uh, it's in the us it's not anywhere else Right. Uh, but yeah i mean uh, investors are kind of putting in money in that and uh, so so that's like a passive way of uh, investing but uh, i'm i mean pretty sure a lot of these etfs will be uh, you know coming back and as and when etfs come up in these i will definitely uh, have to track them because uh, that's also a part of my game so uh, i do track a lot of these etfs and how money flows into them and uh you know so so basically once the etf starts coming in uh, you know you this this cycle will even get uh, you know much better and richer and you'll see bitcoin uh, you know rallying forward so so definitely it's still underpenetrated from uh, the etf angle or right. the indices angle so exactly. there yeah. there could be a good trajectory going forward yeah and look so what i was saying uh, getting to is they are waiting for the regulators to give like a clear picture 
of like uh, where do they stand in terms of investing in crypto and once there's like a clear picture from the like in the us it's the sec that they are waiting on to give a clear picture once there's like a Correct. clear picture for the us based companies they are they are, they are soon to start investing like like openly investing i'm sure i'm pretty sure they are investing now but they're not uh, like announcing it openly i mean tesla is one of the few companies that say they hold bitcoin on their balance sheet uh, i'm not sure if you're familiar with Correct. micro strategy but micro strategy uh, is like no it's a us based company i think they are into like uh, digital do something on the technology side but they've just basically changed to a crypto investment company i'm not only cri- not crypto oh, investment company wow. <laughs> rather rather a bitcoin investment company and that fir- that single firm he, during the pandemic he borrowed some million from the like he borrowed like a chunk from the us government as a, as a financial i mean something as like a borrowing basically a government borrowing that he did or a or a bank borrowing but he invested the whole chunk into bitcoin i think that firm itself uh, let me pull it up on my phone let's see i'll give you like how much because he's pretty open yeah it uh, i can see it is some business intelligence company uh, can, can you but check, definitely they would be check how much uh, bitcoin he owns or how much bitcoin they own rather okay there he owns 5.3 billion in bitcoin yeah yeah correct. 5.3 billion usd 3900 so coins yes yes fuck that's 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 the third oh wow shit yeah so That's yeah massive. <laughs> yeah so he's like a really so 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 why don't you just buy the stock <laughs> yeah so that's what yeah, it's, it's are listed doing. on nasdaq also so yeah, right right so that's what people are doing like buying like so and he says it like if you own micro strategy stock indirectly it means that you own bitcoin yeah correct yeah and you should probably check out like his wow. views <laughs> yeah watch a small youtube video of the ceo of this company his name's michael seller see his views i remember like i think about 6 months back he was like telling people mortgage your house and buy bitcoin <laughs> which is not good financial <laughs> which is not good financial advice i think but yeah he's like he's like really like big on to it <laughs> he's like he he said like okay like he gave an example like okay if i am going to borrow uh 1 million from the government or you're going to borrow 1 million for the government and we're going to use it like as an investment in bonds or gold we could have returns of 5% or 10% Correct. or something like that yeah invested in yeah. equity maybe you're going to exactly. have a 20% uh, return you could invest it in real estate yep. or property and you're going to like you're going to have some return and you're going to have that like in the long run but what comes with all these things w- w- the other risk that comes with all of this is say the company can go bankrupt the like the something could happen to the government and like that could go uh, abrupt something could happen like to the entire Correct. economy of a country and then your your bonds could go yeah i mean there's uh, always yeah always a case of hyperinflation and all right. that it just derods the value and in terms of real estate like uh, the government can one day turn around and seize your property like not saying that happens all the time but yeah that's a that's a risk but he's saying in terms of investing in bitcoin no one can really touch your investment so that's his views on it and like why Correct. people should be investing and like in that instead of investing in property or investing in any other assets so that's how he got like really into it and like yeah he's been every time there's a big price drop in bitcoin this guy is going to be announcing oh i've got i bought like 100 more coins oh i bought like 
another 500 <laughs> more coins or something like that wow. yeah wonder where he's getting the funding from i mean so there's lots <laughs> of fun like there's like track he's, issuing, he's issuing bonds yeah Oh shit! Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> and he had, uh, yeah, as I said, he had borrowed some from uh, the banks as well. I think he's probably he's borrowed it, invested it, he's made that return. I think within few months, paid paid off the loan. Yeah, I know another friend of mine as well. Like, he, yeah, instead of like, he wanted to get into it, he borrowed some amount from the like like as a like you know a, a, what do you call it a risk free like the small. I can't remember what's the loan term. I should be remembering this. I used to work in a bank. But yeah, basically, uh, a personal loan. Yeah, he took a personal loan and he okay. brought cryptocurrency. Okay. He, he bought crypto. He was able to pay that personal loan back in five months. And he's still invested. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, Joachim, good talk. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, good. Yeah, and surely. Like, yeah, we, Merrick. Yeah, we'll uh, chat Definitely. about this and like yeah, hoping. There's some you, great like, catch up. Yeah, <laughs> hoping to like hear more once the what what is it called EFTs? Once yeah, once you're working on EFTs, right? ETFs, ETFs, ETFs. ETFs okay. ETFs. Yeah. What's the full form? Exchange traded funds. Okay, yeah. 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 Those are like uh, uh, exchange traded funds. Yeah, right. well, they are basically like those are like mutual funds. But yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're like a mutual fund. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, they are not really manned by by a, a manager. Okay. Uh, you know, they are directly linked to this index that they kind of track or follow. Okay. And then they buy whatever the index buys. So, so there are these companies uh, like, you know, there's this MSCI, there is S&P Globals, they make their own indices and then these funds track these indices and then they make money over that. So okay. that's ETFs. Yeah. Yeah. I know Goldman's and BlackRock have announced, I think some of the, I think something like that, like uh, they're going to be yeah. like, they are offering Correct. Uh, financial and uh, I mean, Inve- uh, like uh, institutional Exposure, investors, yeah, in- institutional investors can this thing. There's a big company I can't remember. I think it's uh, yeah, Grayscale. Have you heard of Grayscale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, so Grayscale has been like one of the early ones in terms of uh, introducing uh, like options for institutional investors in crypto. Yeah. Correct. What do you have planned for the weekend now? Um, nothing, man. I mean, I'm just chilling. The thing is, my weekends, like, you know, I just kind of sleep because I hardly catch any sleep during the week. So it's just doing nothing. Just, just getting your mind at rest and, you know, recuperating from the week. Right. Uh, Because next week is like, uh, would be like a very uh, exhausting week for me because it's the monthly expiry, the FNO expiry. And uh, that, that, that week is a havoc because we have a lot, like immense, we have like some, uh, you know, 40, 50% of the flow of the month coming in that whole week. So it's kind of very tiring for us. (laughs) And, and then the start of the month is busy as well. Uh, uh, not not so much. Uh, it, it's a little busier on on the idea generation point of view. Okay. Uh, the end of the month is more busier on the flow point of view. Right, right. So, right. Yeah. so that's how it's kind of panned. Interesting. Yeah. 
एनीवेज जो कि आई लीव यू टू इट यू कैन कैच अप टू योर स्लीप एंड लाइक योर रेस्ट ओवर द वीकेंड या या वी टॉक सून्स मैसेज मी या इफ यू नीड लाइक एनी अदर लाइक इफ यू नीड सम शो मेरिक वी विल कैच अप सून प्रोबेबली meets someday <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i know yeah let's see how that goes let's see when i'm able to travel and stuff like yeah. that at the moment i mean we are still in a lockdown <laughs> i can only travel within 10 kilometers <laughs> yeah cool oh he <laughs> <laughs> talks soon yeah joke i'm going to cut in this yeah cool see you man see you see you bye yeah yeah thanks guys for tuning in see you in the next one